This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is a global original podcast. I'm Al, that's JK, and this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. And welcome to that vaccine episode. It only seems logical that we talk about it now, and I know it's controversial, but we're going to dive straight in because everything going on in the world with the coronavirus vaccine potentially fairly imminent in the grand scheme of things. Anyway, all that coming up, plus we've got a confession from another dad, and JK's got more tech recommendations. Shh, don't tell your mum. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Honestly. <laughs> um, JK, on, did you, did you, you, obviously, we're recording in the evening, mm. you've just got back from work, you, you messaged me, I messaged you saying I'm ready when you are, you said I'm, I'm not even home yet, and then 10 yeah. minutes later you, you log on with a beer in your hand. Did you literally walk through the door go straight to the fridge, get a beer, and come straight into the office. Okay, so um, I finished my radio show at 7 o'clock in central London. I get on the train. I walked through my door at around about uh, 10 to 8. We were recording at 8 p.m., okay? Uh, as I walked through the door, I shouted up to my kids, good night, love you. I then walked <laughs> through the living room into the kitchen and then in the kitchen, I went into the fridge. I grabbed a beer. Then on the way, on, and then I go towards the back door. And on the right, there's our crisp cupboard. I grabbed some salt and vinegar hula hoops. I walked through the door, got the keys to open this office, turned the computer on, and I was bang on eight o'clock with a San Miguel and some hula hoops in my hand. That I mean, that sounds like it needs to be filmed. Do you, f- you know, like is you know that film? Not is it called 1917? You know the war film. Oh, amazing film! Yeah, it's all in. Uh, one, well, it's not though. It's not all in one take. It's, oh, all it's, right, all right. It's clever trickery, but it looks like all right. it's all well, in one. Take. They say it's filmed all in one take, no, it's right? Not. No, no, but they say it is. But yeah. anyway, but it feels a bit like we need to film you doing that all in one take. Do you that know what? Could I, be a brilliant uh, advert. I know, and I think that what what when I did it now, when I actually talked about it then that moment, it made me think of you know the um, is it. Was it Snatch or Lock, Stock and Smoking Barrels when they do that thing where he goes, get on the plane now, and he gets to the airport, taxi comes on, he drinks a scotch in his plane, then he lands and he goes, do you know, do you know the bit I mean? I haven't seen it. Oh, I, haven't seen it. You, I think I have seen it. But I, I think it's remember. Snatch, actually. I think it's I think it's Snatch. But it, it sounded like it was some sort of Guy Ritchie directed movie at that point. Walk in, fridge open, get the beer. Yeah. Open the door. Grab some hula hoops. Crunch, crunch, crunch. And you forgot the night kids in the night, middle. Oh, I missed that, yeah. I mean, it, the important it, it, bit. It, it, that would completely ruin the scene in Snatch. Yeah. <laughs> night kids, love you. Yeah, yeah he's suddenly like rock hard exterior has been melted. 
<laughs> Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. No, I no, I love you more. No, I love you more. Oh, oh stop it. Oh, is Unicorn coming to bed with you too as well? Oh, I miss you, Unicorn. Love you. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't look quite the same. Not we like, like, it's like, it's, well, I don't know what I was going to say there. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Oh, it's late. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> it's eight. It's eight thirty now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But oh, do you want to know what happened yesterday? Right. What happened? I'm sure she won't mind me saying. Well, she probably. But, but when you say that, you know that she will. Jen, Jen is. Um, I'm really. I really want to encourage Jen to um, like see her friends and to make more friends and to. Why you know, are you really, controlling? Really, <laughs> no, 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 no. I just really encourage her. Like, if she, I'm just encouraging her to, you know. Get out of the fucking house, to be honest. <laughs> get out, all right? Come on, lockdown's easing. Just put a, a mask on, have skin, yeah, exactly. get some anti-back, and get out of the house. Yeah, I think every every married couple, is that's their, that's how they feel now after lockdown. Like, yeah, yeah, go, just go. <laughs> Jen, can I go for a cycle? Yeah, go, yeah, just get out of the house. Go, go. go on, no. no but as you're pushing her out the door. Yeah, I was basically like kind of shoehorn. Go, 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 go. Um, anyway, no. It's I, 20 um, quid. Enjoy yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so so what happened was I, I said, um, anyway, what happened was she didn't come back. She, she went to a friend's house, um, another school mum, and they got on really well. And she didn't come back till half past two in the morning. Oh, no. Yeah. So I was up at half past two. I tend to stay up just because so stay up. She's basically called your bluff. Yeah. But it's, I didn't mind. Like, it's gone the they other way. Out. They just they just went and sat in their garden, I think. And they just they just had gin after gin. But they just it was just I think it was really nice and I was really pleased that she did it. But anyway, that meant last night was a very late night. What uh, what state did she arrive back in? Nah, can we not have bad. this conversation? No, no, she was alright. She was alright. I know that face. <laughs> She was fine. She was fine. She was fine. I mean, it depends on your scale, doesn't it? (laughs) If by fine, you mean completely Well, mate, your scale at the moment. (laughs) Hang on. On that note, how much have you been drinking during lockdown? I definitely had a beer every night. Yeah. 100% weekend more. No, weekends more. But in the week, without doubt, one beer or maybe two. But not, not more than that. Yeah. So, so, I mean, there have been occasions where between me and Jen, we've polished off a crate of beer. Oh, I can, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm going to like... Bottles. I, yeah, no, fair. no, I get that. Well, I get cans because bottles are too... Why, why, what is the yes, point why? in bottles of beer? What is the point? Because well, they, they don't fit nice in your frigging fridge. No, get and cans. also they also recycling them, they fill up the bin mega yeah. quick. And my favourite thing bigger. about having a can of beer, so I've got... Unless you smash them in. 440, yeah. You put them on the ground, you put your foot over the top and you get them down to like these teeny weeny yeah. little cans. Yeah, it's brilliant. It's That's brilliant. the point. Um, yeah, but should we, maybe, we, uh, this is probably a future episode. I think we should do this. Let's get an expert on. Because, you know, do you remember there was a, a um, there was a, there was research years ago which stated that having one beer every night was good for your heart. Do you remember that? But then they yep. found out that that survey and that whole sort of study was done by, a, it might have been a German <laughs> beer company. Yeah, I was going to say, it was made so, by Grolsch. <laughs> but it, well, I can't remember which one it was. But I think we should, let's do this for a future episode. Let's get some sort of expert on, I don't know who we need to get on, whether it's yeah. a doctor, whether it's oh, whatever. But let's, Like an alcohol expert. I don't know, is, is this such a thing? <laughs> Jen? <laughs> no, but Jen, let's run through this interview, okay? Right, this Mind is you, we all are. I'm 
Ready? We all are after lockdown. It's the interview with Jen. Uh, hi, I'd like to um, welcome Jen to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Um, uh, Jen is our alcohol expert. So today we're going to be going along the um, the serious conversation about, you know, are we drinking too much in the week? So, um, Jen, my first question is, is it okay to have one beer every night? Yes. Okay. My second question is, is it okay to have two beers? Yes. Okay. My third question is, uh, my fi- my eighth question is, is it okay to have two crates of beer per night? Yes. Thank you very much, Jen. No, Good no. night. <laughs> At that point, you'll say, no, no, no. Uh, after the seventh, you need to move on to gin. <laughs> and keep with the clear alcohol because your hangover is yeah. not so bad. But you've yeah. mixed, Jen. You've, you've screwed up here. You're contradicting yeah. yourself. No, no, not Jen. She wouldn't be an expert um, because. But that's that's actually a good shout. We should do that. We should actually get someone on about it. it. In in a serious, on a a very serious note, we should find out whether or not you know. Because we all, we all, what you've just said, that question, you you asked it, you know, you asked it in in jest, but we all know at the back of our heads, there's a serious thing. They were like. Yeah, am I right to have a beer every night? Is that mm. is that good or is that not very yeah. good? So, and the other the other question is not just a beer every night, but the other question is: Is it all right to have a beer at four in the afternoon when you're on lockdown? What do you mean four in the afternoon? Midday was my cutoff. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was on air at three. I was on air at four. Beer. That was really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Um, anyway, right. let's move on. We've got yes. a, we've got a confession coming up, um, and then obviously after the confession, we are going to be diving into the subject of vaccinations, uh, primarily focused around the, the notion of a coronavirus vaccine, because there are some incredibly alarming statistics around it, from my perspective at least. So we're going to dive into that um, after a quick confession coming up now. So, it's time for the confession. Al, your head of confessions. First question that I will ask is, does this person remain anonymous? Yes. Brilliant. This is going to be a good confession. Yes. Brilliant. This is going to be a good confession. Dear JK and Al, when my son was four, we were hanging out on the couch, watching cartoonies, as he called them. I was waiting for a letter and heard the mailman drive by. I got up to check the letterbox and when I came back, my son had unknowingly hit the previous channel button on the remote control. I know the one, you know, you can flick between whatever channel you were before with one button. I'm not sure what I was watching, but it must have been the night before, because when I went back to the living room, the hotel room chainsaw torture scene from Scarface was about half a second away from starting. It was like slow motion trying to grab the remote from him to change the channel back to something more age appropriate. That's it. Is that it? <laughs> well, it. I, I'll be honest with you. I, it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be because I thought it involved porn. So, well, yes. Well, and, and so, Scarface. I, yes, I understand that is not the greatest thing for your children to watch, especially that legendary, you know, iconic scene. movie scene. Yeah. But if it was porn, it could have been worse. I'm just saying. Do you think that? Like, like, do you think porn, like <laughs> watching five seconds of porn is worse than seeing five seconds of someone chopped up with a chainsaw? It's actually a very good question. <laughs> like, what is worse? What would you rather your four-year-old watch? <laughs> okay, when you're talking you about... choose one. All right, when you're talking about porn, can you name me the scene first? Give me a, give me a scene, about, give me a porn scene 
and I'm I know that we're comparing it to Scarface, the the legendary chainsaw yeah. iconic scene. But which give, give me the scene first. So is it just two, is it just two people having sex? Or, yeah, I mean, let's not get let's not get weird with this. Or is there some tromboning <laughs> going on? I don't know. I, I need to. Know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't have to like dive into deep subcultures here. We could just deep just, is not a good word to use right now. Like, Alan. Nor, normal porn, yeah, like just normal missionary, you know, normal. yeah, man with moustache, yeah, missionary man with moustache, not woman dog with big missionary, yeah, okay, right, fine, just yeah. missionary. Do, can, no, can, just normal porn. Yeah. All right, what can we? What's on site though? What can we see? No, can we just I see mean, boobs I, or can we see bum or what? <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't really know. Um, I mean, let's, I mean, what would you, I mean, what's, what's your average? Like, let's say it was the home screen of uh, Pornhub, right? So whatever's on the home screen. I don't know page. what you're talking about. What is this? What, what's, what is this hub porn oh, you're talking don't about? Don't play dumb. Well, I'm just asking, what is it? I don't, I don't know what it's it is. It's just a website with porn on it. All right. All okay. So for the sake of this conversation, it's missionary yeah. and you can just see ladies' boobs. That's it. You can see. No, I think there is. I think the home page is a little bit more graphic than that. Explicit than that. I think you're right. I think, I think I prefer my children to see the porn rather than the, yeah. the, the bloody massacre. Yeah, you could probably explain the porn easier. I think you could probably explain. Oh, that's just a, a, a video of Daddy has a willy. Each other a lot. When Daddy has a shower yeah. and he comes out the shower, you see Daddy's willy. Mummy yeah, exactly. has boobs. Yeah, you know exactly. when he, when Mummy comes out the shower, she has boobs. All they're doing is just they're playing. They're playing. They're having. Yeah. They're having a lot of fun. And they're 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 you know they're lying on each grown other, up fun. having it. They're tickling each other, and they're having a lot of grown up fun. And yes, I, I'm, and and mummy is she's excited. That's why she's making that noise. Yes. And and mummy has m- m- massive boobs. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, that's, I think I, I think, think you right. explain porn away right. easier. Yeah, I, you are than right. The, the blood and guts and gore. Like I can't believe this is probably the lowest we've got on this conversation. <laughs> You know, with with this podcast. What's worse? What's I mean, worse, gore or porn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've we've reached yeah. our point. Yeah, new heights, new there heights it is. for the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast there right here. Get ready for season four. <laughs> <laughs> Much more of the more where the plenty more where this we came from. Just stop here because that's the best way to go out on a season. <laughs> How bad can it get in the next season? <laughs> Oh dear. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, forgiven. I mean, I, f- I forgive. Yeah, yeah, I forgive. Innocent mistake. Leave it at that. Um, forgiven. Let's let's just leave it at that because it's a it summer short well, episode. We've got to move on. <laughs> we've got to move on. We bloody should move on. To be quite yeah, frank, yeah. Um, if you want to submit a confession for next season, which obviously we're drawing to a close this season, we've got a couple of interview episodes coming up. Um, but if you want to submit a confession over the summer, please do that. You can do it at dadsnet.com. Uh, hit the dad podcast tab or dadsnet.com forward slash confessions um get in touch somehow on social media at the dad's net we'd love to hear your stories we'd love to read them out um and uh, always always gives us a, a, an entertaining conversation to say the least but coming up after the break um we're going to be diving into the world of vaccinations coronavirus vaccinations anti-vaccinations we're going to unpack it we're going to unpick it we're going to do it pretty swiftly because i don't really want to linger on the topic but we're going to do it and uh so yeah join us after this right here we 
go. Now, the topic of vaccines, when discussed in Dad's Net, rarely ends well. It often deteriorates pretty quickly into some sort of debate, and then from debate turns into just calling each other names. <laughs> okay, <laughs> right? Because it's a contentious issue. Mm. Okay, there's 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 a lot of people who are very who um, are pro vaccination, and then there is a smaller group of people who are anti vaccination. Right? And I'll get onto that in a little bit, but. And the problem is that the people who are pro-vaccines think that the anti-vaccines are selfish because there's this whole herd immunity thing, right, which vaccines are supposed to achieve. But if but you can only achieve that if something like 90 or 95 percent of people have the vaccine, if there's more, if, if, if more people don't have it, then there's no point in anyone having it. That's mm. like the, the kind of mentality. So. But the reason I thought this would be an interesting topic was because there's a lot of, um, you know, conversation about people, scientists, countries trying to find and create uh, a coronavirus vaccine. And there's, there's it's already in trials across the world. Um, big trials going on in the States with 10,000 people, 30,000 people. Um, and so far, the results have been pretty good. But it's only taken six months to for it to be developed, which is making a lot of people anti-vaxxers but also people who are usually pro-vaccines uh it's making even them a little bit more skeptical because of the speed at which it's coming to market bearing in mind a lot of the old vaccines some have taken 10 years to develop right but there was a recent poll and this is what i think is quite interesting there was a recent poll that suggests that 25 percent of people in the uk would not have a coronavirus vaccine if there was one tomorrow and that statistic in the states is 50 percent, according to these polls okay <clears throat> so based on that what are your thoughts so if if 25 percent of people do not have the the coronavirus vaccine it will it it will still mean that coronavirus is a threat Okay, but isn't again? We 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 are not experts on this, so this no. is just us chatting from a dad's point of view. Mm. We have got an expert coming on very soon um, that will will basically will all all myths will be smashed out the park, and we can uh, unpick this a bit more. Yeah, literally, we can. Well, yeah, with an expert. So, but you know, you you kind of hear, don't you? That oh, but you're you're better off. Oh, I no, not better off. That's the wrong word. This is why it's very difficult for us to chat about this because we, we're not doctors. We're not, you know, we're not medical professional professionals. No. But we can give our opinion. Well, we can give we're our opinion. But what, okay, what's your opinion on the, you know the people that say if you have coronavirus and we know and you know, we know a lot of people that have had coronavirus of different sort of severities some that have been really severe i mean like death's door severe and some that have just lost their sense of taste or their sense of smell and have been absolutely fine now you know there are the, the, there's there's things out there which there are there could be up to six strains of coronavirus we don't know if that's because of of how uh, the, the strains equal severity we don't know you know well i don't know personally what that means but 
that's where you have to kind of say to you, say to yourself, all right, it's a bit like when you have a flu jab. When you have a flu jab, it, am I right in saying that there is a part of the flu that's in there to give you that immunity to sort of bump start your immune system? Yeah, for a lot of the vaccines, that is the case, and that is and that is that is where. Um, a lot of the kind of suspiciousness started. So, for example, um, it was the smallpox um, vaccine uh, that um, was one of the first, um, and and people were refusing to have that even back in the 1800s um, when it started being used in large numbers. And this idea of injecting someone with part of the disease um, in order to protect them from smallpox, for example, faced a lot of criticism. And then, um, and at that time. A lot of it was based on um, religious beliefs and some kind of political objections as well. And that's carried through. So so there are a few reasons, kind of, there are a few main reasons why people object to vaccines of any description, the flu, smallpox, measles, yeah. whatever. And also being parents, we, we have this decision every time that we, you know, we have a child. Because yeah. there are certain viruses where people say that you shouldn't have them. And there yeah. are certain viruses where people go, no, you should have them. So this this is an ongoing thing, regardless it's an of COVID. Ongoing debate. Yeah, exactly, exactly. This thing is it's be, this is the, this debate is way beyond COVID nineteen. Yeah. This is but but obviously relevant right now because people are talking about coronavirus. And so so some of those main reasons. One is religious beliefs. Um, although a lot of the kind of mainstream religions don't condemn vaccines, but people have religious beliefs. Some people believe that they can't. They don't want to vaccinate their kids because their kids should be the ones that decide what goes in and out of their body. Mm. Um, another is that people believe uh, some people only want natural things to be put into their bodies. They say they might only eat organic and things like that. And obviously a vaccine is something that's man-made. Um, so they are against it. Um, and then one of the kind of most um, prominent opinions which you know hits the media is this whole idea that um, the belief that vaccines can cause autism, um, and that's that belief has become quite widespread over the past few years. However, has been completely and utterly scientifically and medically disproven. Mm. So, um, so, but that is a commonly held um, concern amongst people. So, in light of all of that. People are obviously hesitant to take on the um, the coronavirus vaccine if and when it comes, but because it's because it's coming so soon or potentially coming so soon. But is that the issue? That, is that well, the issue? Well, I think for a lot of because people, it is. we we don't know when it's coming or oh, it is coming. Oh, it's not coming. That vaccine's mm. not great. Okay, this one's not scientifically sorted yet. Um, I, I know that's not the professor term, um, you know, and and this is the issue because we want these vaccines so quickly and because we need them so quickly, especially in this state of alert, the, the, mm. uh, you know, as a human being, as to protect myself and my family and my small children, you know, I, I totally understand that people are going, no, I, I, no, I, I don't think I want that vaccine yet. It's not bloody mm. ready. Yeah. Oh, and that's the thing that people say it's not ready. Now, the, the argument against people saying it's not ready, it's coming too soon, is that in this particular instance when we're facing this global pandemic is that um, scientists and organisations are bridging, they're coming together to pull resources into producing a vaccine. And that has sped it up because for the first time, instead of 
America working on something and UK working on something and Italy working on something. Actually, they're all working together and that process has meant that it has sped it up. Now, that's one of the, the arguments against it, which... I spoke to my dad. He was like, yeah, I don't buy into that. I was yeah, like, but also remember, what you know, can we trust certain people? <laughs> That's the other thing. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, so this, this is the big suspicion. Like there are some people who believe that actually in the vaccine will be some sort of microchip that means that the powers that be are harvesting data from our own bodies directly and they're tracking us and all this kind of stuff. Oh, now that's like a mega conspiracy. Yeah, that's, theory. That's, that's kind of big. But, but you know, but, but remember, there are lots and lots of people out there that think that that coronavirus is handmade you know that mm. literally the, the, you know it's it's i don't know it came from bats you know the, chemical the, warfare chemical warfare but and and again <laughs> I, I don't literally subscribe to this sort of stuff however those those things are out there they're on the internet i'm not mm. I'm, i don't know if they've came, come from russia but you know but, <laughs> but you know Probably. what i mean it's um it's it's all out there and Mm. Yeah, and this is why sometimes I genuinely believe it. And maybe this is a subject for another time, but my God, sometimes you have to step back from social media. Sometimes oh, yeah. you have to just for literally sure. forget the so forget go back go old. In fact, this is my advice: just go old school for a bit. Just screw social media. Come off your phone. Mm. Don't look at it, and just go to five or four news channels you trust. Mm. Do it. it. BBC, Sky News, Dad's Net. <laughs> yeah, thanks, mate. <laughs> and, um, the, and have I got news for you? They, yeah, absolutely. Sorry. <laughs> the, th the thing about it is like, you know, all these conspiracy theories and, and whatever else is we've lost this sense of the greater good, haven't we? Mm. It feels like people now are so um, suspicious that, the, the world everyone's out to get them and and like that that to a degree is is grounded like that's grounded in the fact that a lot of people are out to get each other do, mm. do you know what i mean but it, but it's 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 sad it's really sad that you know i'm thinking i don't know whether i can have this i'm not thinking this but it's sad that some people are thinking i don't know if i can have this vaccine because is it what i'm being told it is yeah but well, you know, yeah but the problem is should, we shouldn't be in a world that we that we that we disbelieve people. Do, do you want to know who I blame? And I'm I'm probably going to get a lot of shit for this. But is it Donald I, Trump? No, I blame old people on Facebook that share <laughs> stuff. That's that's the problem. It's old people on Facebook that share shit that they don't know about. So yeah. you know, there's that like, oh my god, like my 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 father-in-law does it all the time. <laughs> I mean, literally does it all the time. And I, so, and then you'll get his his son will go. Go, Dad. No, that's bollocks. It's it's it. That's a hoax. All right. You don't share it four hundred times to make sure that this bounces yeah. back to someone. Someone. And what's the other one? There's another one doing the rounds at the moment. Oh yeah, win this amazing huge motorhome from blah blah blah. <laughs> However, the person that's won it, we found out that they're under eighteen, which means they can't win it. So if you continue to like this and share it to everyone else, yeah. it's still available. And I mean, yeah, this prize hasn't been claimed. Blame old people on yeah. Facebook. That's who we So what it. you're saying is whilst most social media has um, an age limit of an age requirement of, of third being, you have to be 13 to get onto social media. What we're also saying is we should have like a cap. No. And actually the, if you're over 50, you can't be. No, on social the, media. the younger ones know more shit than we do. The older ones are the trouble. That's what I mean. So cap it. Yeah. I mean, as soon as you get over 50, you can't be on social yeah, media. I literally agree with you there. <laughs> 49, 50, you stop. 
You're yes, not allowed on Facebook. And, it's, and do you know, it's mainly Facebook. It's it's it's, it's mm. nothing else because they're, they're not on Twitter. They're not on Instagram. Yeah. It's old people sharing shit on Facebook. I know we've got we're kind of wanting to wrap up here, especially because um, you've got a little bit of tech advice. Christ, it's going to be quick. Up. The tech one, isn't it? <laughs> I know, but um, so we've got all this information on Dadsnet. Um, it's on the homepage at the moment, so you can go and check that out. Um, but this is this is just kind of the conclusion about the the coronavirus vaccination or where we're up at the moment. So um, it says, I'll just read it out. Vaccines are developed over many years and undergo vigorous trials before they are released to the population. They cost vast amounts of money to get safe and effective vaccine. Many people worry that a vaccine for COVID-19 will be developed too quickly, worrying about a reduced safety or efficacy of the vaccine and potential long-term side effects. For most vaccines, side effects are really minimal. And I think generally any serious um, side effect only uh, affects one in a million. Yeah, but also remember though, we're we're always told about these side effects. I think it's actually quite important to to say, we'll always hear about the side effects. It's for instance, if you go in now, if you're now going to have an operation, the the anaesthetist will say that you could die. And that's what they have to say now. You know, yeah. that's the kind of way it works. So we, we're, in, I think, you know, if you're a vaguely intelligent person, you will look at stuff on social media and you will go, should I believe that or should I not believe that? Old people are to blame. Mm. We've already, we've already worked that out. And I think this is where the issue is. You kind of go, should I believe that? Or should I not believe that? Then you also look at, okay, we're in a real weird society right now where we need to find a vaccine and quickly. So we are going to be up against it. And yes, there may be, you know, some hesitation. However, if we now know that the world is coming together, and I know I'm contradicting myself a little here, but if they're coming together to try and get this vaccine for, for, for all of our well-being globally then well who who else do you want them to sort it out or do you want dave down the pub to try and sort out his with a bit mm. of domestos and a bunsen burner you know what i mean which wh- where do you go the thing is i think we're going to end up at a point where before you know like a pelican crossing before we push the button to cross the road we're going to have to like sign a little waiver to cross this road you might die mm. you know it's gonna get it's gonna get stupid yeah. the, the thing is and we'll, I feel like maybe we should wrap this up in on this but I, I think that there's no doubt that vaccinations play an important role in the fight against disease yeah. whether that is flu whether it's coronavirus whether it's smallpox or mm. chickenpox or whatever um, and you know and, and they and generally speaking they have a very low risk to us for any kind of side effect yeah. like, like you said um, the bottom line is that I have to believe that nobody around the world is going to release any kind of vaccination that is not going to be ready or not going to be harmful. And whether that comes out tomorrow or next year or in 10 years, I genuinely have, I feel like as a sensible human being, not according to my wife, but as a sensible human being, I have to believe that it, no one is going to recommend that the world population injects themselves with this vaccination unless it is safe to do so yeah i mean are you going to question your your you know your mum or your dad who are elderly to have a flu jab probably Mm. not no and they were at this stage once upon a time Mm. that's all i'm going to say yeah well, that, that's my that's my thinking. That's yeah. my thinking. Anyway, let us know your thoughts. Like, if you if you want to kind of join the conversation, we'd love to know your thoughts. Do it on social media um, on uh, at the Dad's Net, or you can message JK at, at JK Jason King. Get in touch, Twitter, Instagram, um, or Facebook. Join the Dad's Net community on Facebook. Um, often we talk about vaccines 
as long as you talk about it respectfully, we can do it. Um, and uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a conversation. It's an important conversation that needs having. It divides people, though. You know, people mm. are passionate about it. And yeah, but just be for the passionate. Record, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Be divided, but just be don't respectful. Call each other pricks. Yeah. <laughs> well, just just for just for the record, I think the majority the vaccines. My children have all had vaccines, and mm, we are too. totally pro vaccines. So, mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and we know that there are risks. Of course, there are. I mean, for God's sake, when you step out your house and go to work, there are risks. That's all I'm yeah. going to say. There we go. Right, we axe in your uh, tech. Oh, hang on, you're, you're, you're going to do it properly so I can get into it. Oh, sorry. Uh, right, well, really quickly, JK, before we finish, um, mm. have you got any new tech? Oh, shh, don't tell your mum. Yes, I have. Um, do you know what, the, the, for me, this is, um, I'm, I, again, I'm contradicting myself. I think I've done this twice now. Um, you know that I always say that, you know, when you go on holiday, staycation, wherever you are, the best, the best form of camera... I've always said this as well to people that have asked me is the one that's in your pocket, which is your iPhone. Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's 4K. If you've got the iPhone 11, 4K, 60 frames per second, slow motion, blah, blah, blah. Like they're phenomenal pieces of kit. But I thought to myself, is there actually a camera which is better to take with you, which is small enough and actually you, you kind of go for that instead of your iPhone? And apparently the answer is yes. I know. Okay, so the problem is it costs a bloody fortune. <laughs> However, <laughs> no, but this is the great twist. So the, the camera in question is the Sony RX100 Mark VI. So they've currently got, they're up to a Mark VII at the moment. So this is the one below. However, I was doing a search already. Look at him Sony search. X600, is it? RX100 Mark VI. So this is their Cybershot range. So this thing is bloody tiny. It's pretty much, it's 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 kind of, it's not as obviously as thin as your phone, but it's smaller in length. If you put your phone on landscape, it's, it's smaller. Mm. Okay. And this thing is phenomenal. I mean, it's I mean, got... It better be for 900 quid, mate. I know. Well, no, but here's... The, here, okay, do you want the best bit? Go on. You can get these now for like 400 quid. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. four, 500 quid. And they are literally, these are future-proof for a couple of years. Now, I, I could go on and tell you the specs, but if you're going to invest in something like this, and, and yeah, four, 500 quid, you need to do the research. But what you do need to know is, they, they've, it's kind of changed a little bit since the Mark V. The Mark V was, it, it, it's, how do I put this? It basically had a, a zoom lens which went up to about 70. I think it was 70 millimeter. I think, yeah, 70. But now they've changed it now. So it goes to 24 to 200, which means your depth of field's not quite as good. However, the extra reach is phenomenal. So you can actually do quite a bit of, you know, there are a lot of people that will ask about what about the f-stop. So the f-stop used to be 1.8, which is a good f-stop, which your depth of field was good. It's now a 2.8 because they've had to adjust because of its, its zoom factor. Does that make sense? Okay, so it's got optical image stabilization, which is phenomenal. Four stops of compensation, which is incredible as well. It's got a tele, it's got telephoto settings, um, other improvements, uh, faster autofocus system. I have never ever had a camera which has got as fast as auto uh, autofocus as this. It is really? incredible. It's amazing. It's got eye autofocus mode. 
It's got face autofocus mode. Um, the screen now is expanded, expandable tilt angle. So it's, it's, I think you can rotate up to about 180 degrees. It is touch panel, but only for touch focus. That's Sony are really slow on making everything touch focus because they're going to bring that out in a foot, you know, in the next couple of models. Does that make sense? Mm. But this thing, 4K HD, 30 to 24 frames per second, you can do 240, 480, or 960 frames per second slow motion for up to four or seven seconds in duration. So on your iPhone, you can get a maximum of 240. On this, you can get 960. Wow. Quality is good. Quality gets lower when you go higher. Um, mm. It's got um, Sony's S Log 3 gamma curve. So it basically gives you a greater dynamic range. Look, look, like, you what know, do these words mean, JJ? So that means you, you <laughs> record it in S Log 3, but when you get into your editing system, you can color grade it more. You have more scope to color grade stuff and manipulate the actual visuals. You know that I'm a video editor, so this stuff to me is great. And yeah, it's, you lost me well, three minutes ago. It's got hybrid log gamma <laughs> as well for 4K, which is phenomenal. Look, if, if, you, if you're interested, trust me, I am, I've got the iPhone 11 Pro. You know that I'm a massive fan of this. I think it's incredible. But if you are more, if you're looking at a more professional setup for your video memories with your kids, your family, when you go away and you want something you can put in your back pocket, the Sony Cybershot RX 100 Mark VI, which usually is about a thousand pounds that you can get now on like, like 400 to 500 pounds on eBay. Trust me, it is a, that's, this is the camera you need. And I've got this camera. I bought it. I did not get it free. This is me giving you an honest review on something that I've bought and I own. It is amazing. We are definitely doing something wrong. Yeah, aren't we? We should be getting some gifted stuff. We should be. <laughs> we really should be. But anyway, let's, but no. But um, the thing is, people like Sony, they don't gift stuff. They, they don't, don't need it, to. No, they don't need to because this, you know, <laughs> this is the new. The Mark Seven's about twelve hundred quid. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, man. And it and it just works. It just works. Mm. Well. Maybe it's on my Christmas list. Have a chat with Jen, get a pissed, sort it. Yeah. Last time she spoke to you about cameras, I got the, uh, she turned up with the Lumix. G7. G7. Phenomenal you? camera. So maybe I'll just set up that little conversation again. Great little camera. Um, the, um, but yeah, you know, you're right, Al, because this thing here, you're not going to get the, you know, because obviously with the G7, you can do interchangeable lenses and you can do prime. You can get all that gorgeous professional thing. But if you want something to, to be with you wherever you go in the world on your travels or whatever, this is the camera you want. This is mm. just brilliant for everything. You've always got a compromise. This is the compromise. This is supposed to be a 30-minute episode. It's like 39 minutes. Oh, oh we've gone way over. Oh. Um, just quickly to finish, we, we, have a, we have someone who sends us messages to the Don't Tell Your Mum stuff. Uh, or through the confessions, who is called The Spy. And they just sent me a message on Instagram saying, The Spy is watching <laughs> underneath and is ashamed you thought I was a mum. <laughs> oh, really? Because I think we must, in the previous episode, we must have said... No, we did. Um, we, it's, it's a mum. But no, apparently it's not a mum. So why are they spying? They're allowed in. No idea. Interesting. Actually, before we go... Anyway, there you go. Uh, so I've got my mate lined up, the former Top Gear host, remember, that we talked oh, yeah, about? Yeah, really. So yeah. we need uh, anything to do with cars. If you have any car worries, um, yes. 
get the questions in, get whatever, you know, if you're thinking about, you know, I don't know, maybe you've got a sports car and you're about to go to an estate and you want to know what the best estate is for your family. It's well, like every new dad. <laughs> yeah, literally every. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, better, yeah. better get rid of my Golf GTI and exactly. get a, a spas. So um, anything like that, make sure you... And we have a former Top Gear host that is there ready for your questions. But we need your questions before we get the former Top Gear host on. Yes, so please do send them in um, via social media or dadsnet.com. Uh, Get them sent in. And uh, that's coming up in season four, right? Season four, Al. It's it's where you want to be. Yeah. Honestly, we're like, we're coming, like keeping up coming. the Kardashians. They're on season 444. <laughs> we're only on season four and we haven't got Kanye West. But apart from that, yeah, pretty similar. We're not going to have, we certainly won't be able to have him if he gets to presidency, will we? I don't think he's going to get there, really, to be honest. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um, please make sure that you rate, download, subscribe, listen on Global Player or wherever you usually get your podcast from and make sure you tell all your dad friends to go and listen to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Coming up in the next couple of weeks, some brilliant interviews which will involve coronavirus. So coming up in the next three weeks, interviews from a dad that has coronavirus. That's right. And also uh, the founder of Dope Black Dads, one of the greatest dad podcasts out there other than this one. And also a military advanced nurse practitioner who will basically just slam all the myths about coronavirus will be interviewed on this podcast. So stay tuned and make sure that you have a listen to those whilst you're enjoying the summer holidays. Until next time. Goodbye. Goodbye.